Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platform. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions. North America wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 6.30 Shed. Nine o'clock, send a message to a number, not a name. Yeah, we know the outcome of the game. Yeah, yeah. It's just about living no a certain love, no life and making certain choices and maturing and learning really um, from from life and, and moving on and leaving it behind you. And evolving pain. Cause when she's not in your heart, when she's not on your mind, she's always gonna let you down. You'll have the same old funeral when she walks out. Can't blame her. It's all I ever do I gotta blame myself for all those dirty sheets I'm really excited to, to have this as as a first single out and for people to hear this message and, 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 and use it for their own life. You know, back in sixth grade You kiss a girl and your life's changed It's funny looking back, yeah, it's not the same Yeah, yeah those are the dulcet tones of one Cooper Marodi. Brennan Escott, what's what's the name of the tune, man? What's what's the name of the song? It's called Behind Me. It's his first single, Bob. Reed had him on last night on Inside Sports, and I thought this was too cool not to open with. All right, so uh, Cooper Marodi uh, trying to put the American Hockey League behind him and uh, make his way into the NHL. Uh, okay, well, he's, he's obviously a multifaceted, multi-talented guy. This is Oilers Now. Bob Stauffer with you. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. You're all in one convenient location, Digitex.ca. Digitex. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology, software, IT, and supplies. It is a Wednesday, which means today we do Legends of the Game. On today's show, a guy who has done play-by-play of the Edmonton Flyers, the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Edmonton Oilers, and the Edmonton Eskimos. He is a living legend. And uh, put it this way, this guy was born before the start of the Second World War. 
And at one time or another, with various different uh, media personalities in this city, he's had some uh, beautiful warlike debates over the years. He's never lost an argument. Just he'll tell you that. Coming up on today's edition of Orders, we do it once a year on the show. Hopefully, it'll be entertaining. Hopefully, the host will ask some good questions, some old-school storytelling with the man, the myth, the legend, Brian Hall. You know, it says a lot about an Edmonton marketplace when we talk about Halsey, and most people think of Brian Hall before Taylor Hall. Maybe that changes. You know, like a year from now. Nah. All right. Anyhow, yes, Brian Hall coming in today, 1230 to 130-ish. Should be, to paraphrase Mark Messier, upon winning the 1984 Consmite Trophy, a kicker. Hopefully, uh, we have a highly entertaining show for you today. You can reach us on a River Creek Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. Sticks coming to the River Creek August 30th. That's right. Sticks. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. You can text us at 630-630 in our Heartland Ford text line. Heartland Ford's out in Fort Saskatchewan. They've got the great Goretzky, Mike Goretzky at Heartland Ford. Griff Jarvis at Heartland RV and Heartland Ford out in Fort Sass. Tell them Oilers Now sent you. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally at Bob underscore Stoffer. Brendan at Brendan Escott. Um, now, Brendan, you come from Kamloops. Had you heard the name Brian Hall before you made your way east? No, I had not. You're not, eh? No. Okay. But I am surprised. The more that I dig into it, the more that I realize well, I probably should have. It probably preceded you, but there were days in which Brian used to do uh, point-counterpoint, speaking of which, with a gentleman by the name of Fred Fleming on 630 Ched back in the 70s. And who do we who were we able to book for tomorrow's show? Is this confirmed now? It is confirmed. Special assistant for the Denver Broncos organization, Fred Fleming on tomorrow's show. He's worked with the Broncos basically since Pat Bolin, uh, since the Bolin family on the team. Of course, Pat passed away this past year, and uh, Bolin and Matoni were heavily involved in the building of the Coliseum back in the day, and Fred Fleming is as knowledgeable of a guy in sport as you'll find. And all you ever had to do, I'll tell you this, my, my father, who's been passed away now for 10 years, he was on the Fred Fleming side of the Brian Hall arguments back in the day when those two used to go at it. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to doing this. This is a fun summer radio for us. On Friday's show, head coach of Penn State's hockey program from the Southside Athletic Club in Edmonton, Guy Godowski, uh, will be making an appearance. We'll also have Oilers COO. Chief Operating Officer Tom Anselmi on tomorrow's edition of Oilers Now. So we had a lot to get to. As we head off into the Oilers Now audio vaults for direct workwear where safety meets savings. In Edmonton, Fort McMurray and online at directworkwear.com. We had Brian Wiseman of Michigan. He was the assistant coach the last several years. He was officially named Oilers assistant coach yesterday. And uh, Wiseman had these comments about him being an offensive coach. I love offense. I'm. Uh, I love uh, being creative. Uh, kind of how I tried to play way back when when I could play. Yeah. Um, but I, I love the idea of where the NHL game is today. In more, most recent years, it's fast. You got to think fast. You got to play quick, and you have to make plays. And 
and uh, that certainly is attractive with a bunch of the young guys that are that are in Edmonton now. We're living in a different era. We're softer. We're kinder. We're gentler. We're more sensitive. We talked about this the other day, Brendan, about how today when you call people, there's some people under the age of 30, 35. They don't, they don't ever answer the phone. But they'll text you, and, and you'll be driving, and they'll text back and forth and want to text like six or seven times in a row back and forth. Now, I realize just... Just for our listeners, can can you actually talk into your phone and it comes out on text and then send a text? Can you do that through your? Uh, I, I think you can do that now. Is that right? I, I, I personally don't use it, but I understand you can. You yeah. can, you can do that. So I I, I got to be careful. But millennials, it's a different. I mean, your your generation's just so much better in so many different ways. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe in some other ways, maybe not quite as. Put it this way. Could you imagine in 1939, just food for thought here, going off and fighting in a war? You're shaking your head looking at me. Could you imagine having like having to do that or, or back in 1914? Not a, and in a draft format. You're not training to be a soldier. You're just a dude. Yeah. You, you just get a, a call or you see your name on a piece of paper. That's it. You're oh. going. You're going. I don't, I don't believe that there's enough people now with the kind of mental fortitude that it would take to go and, and do what those people did for us back in the day. And yeah. I can say that as a millennial. You know, I, I, I'm with you, man. Like, I, hey, I just, wow. Anyways, millennials, it's a different time, a different place. And uh, Brian Wiseman added these comments on coaching them today. Um, it probably is different, you know, the type of uh, coaching that's done now as far as in the manner. Um, I was fortunate here working with kids that are 18 to 22, 23 year olds, uh, the last eight years, um, develop the ability to, to know how to develop relationships, understand what, uh, what different players need, um, how they best respond to, uh, to, you know, different types of communication. Uh, I will say this, that, uh, I was fortunate to play, uh, for Dave, for Chip back in, uh, the nineties and in Houston. Right. Uh, and he was one of those coaches way back when, um, he was ability to communicate with his players, the ability to get the most out of his players, um, and he and he and he commanded a whole lot of respect from his players uh, because of the relationships he built with uh, each and every one of us. Brian Wiseman, uh, yesterday's edition of Oilers now added some additional comments on the expectations for the Oilers this year. The expectations are high here, as as everywhere it should be. Uh, they have a long history of success and tradition and excellence at both the, both Edmonton and Michigan. And uh, you're right, we fell short uh, here recently. Uh, but the idea is to, to be in the mix every every year, and and that's how we coach, and that's uh, that's what we want for these kids that are here at Michigan, and and likewise in Edmonton. We want to be able to compete for a Stanley Cup year after year, and we know it's not easy. And uh, but that's the challenge, and that's the exciting part. Now, last night on Inside Sports, and we open up with a, a riff from uh, Cooper Marodi, who's obviously a very talented fellow. Uh, Reed Wilkins had him on his show, and Marodi added some additional comments, this coming from Inside Sports, on Brian Wiseman as a coach. He's actually uh, one of the main guy who recruited me to Michigan. From the first day that I was at Michigan, he was so instrumental in developing my skills each day, watching video with me, and really pushing me to be the best player that I could be each day 
even if I had a phenomenal weekend, I scored a couple goals, had a couple assists. At Monday's practice, he was expecting me to be an elite leader, an elite player, and play the best of my ability. So I know myself and the other guys on the team are really going to enjoy having him as a skill development person to, to work with and also you know just watching video breaking down shifts and, and things like that he's such a knowledgeable hockey player he was a really skilled player himself when he played so he had so much value not only on the ice but off the ice and developing relationships with each player and uh, he's going to bring so much to the organization all right that's cooper Morody and cooper Morody is an interesting situation the Edmonton letters gave up a previously acquired third round pick to get an unsigned six-round pick from the Flyers in Cooper Marodi. This was a Pete Chiarelli move. At the time that Edmonton traded Ryan Strom, there was belief with some, and I'm not saying it was correct, but there was a belief with some, specifically more on the Oilers' management side than on the coaching side, that Marodi could step in and replace what Ryan Strom did. It was apparent within about the first four shifts of Marodi playing against the Calgary Flames in his first NHL game that that probably was a little bit unrealistic of a perspective at this stage. So here's what I'll tell you. In my opinion, based on what I've seen at the NHL level and also in the AHL games that I've watched, Marodi is smart enough to play in the NHL. He's skilled enough to play in terms of his puck handling abilities and his playmaking abilities. He protects the puck okay, but he needs to do significant work in terms of his explosiveness and quickness uh, if he wants to be an NHL player. Can he do it? Yeah. He's still a rel- I think he's only 22 years of age. He's a relatively young guy. I mean, people's bodies grow and change, and I've talked about body composition, and I know, hey, fat 50-year-old guy commenting on a guy. It's, the bottom line here is if he wants to play, he has to get stronger and quicker. It's that simple. If he does that, could he be a potential asset as the season goes on? Absolutely. Because right now, when you look at the Oilers, if they're going to play one of Drysettle or Nugent Hopkins in the wing of the top six, and the, the theory behind it is, you got basically now four top six forwards. You got McDavid, you got Drysaddle, you got Nugent Hopkins. Well, if those three guys are centers. If you don't want to go one, two, three centers with those guys because you want to get those guys all top six minutes, one of them is going to have to play in the wing. And then obviously James Neal's the other. That's four top six. There's a spot there for a third line center. I'm just not convinced because I'm being pragmatic. I'm not convinced that Marodi can step up and claim that spot. I think that uh, Gaetan Haas has an opportunity to be a center for the team. I'm not sure about Kyle Brodziak's health. I, I know he was banged up at the end of last year. He's getting older. Um, Colby Cave, to me, fringe NHLer. Right? Now, maybe he has a good offseason. And, and then Jujar Kara, can he play center? I think that jury's still out on that. What about Sam Gagne? Maybe might be an option as well. The fact that he's a right shot could help him, but Sam's looked better the last couple seasons playing on the right wing, uh, more so than center. But Marodi, nonetheless, is a guy he's going to have a chance. The, the player, to me, that's got short-term the best opportunity amongst the forwards to make it is Tyler Benson because I've seen the progression in terms of strength and quickness. Uh, Yamamoto is definitely going to need more time down on the farm. A wild card. Is yes a Pulleyarvi, and uh, I know I put this out on Twitter 
in and around 10 o'clock today, so I will read you said tweet. Uh, yes, the Paul Yarby situation remains fluid. Ken Holland experienced GM. Marcus Lato experienced agent. Oilers can't make the trade for the sake of making the trade. Not out of the realm of possibilities that Paul Yarby is at the Oilers training camp this fall. Can't make a trade for the sake of making a trade. Do I believe Edmonton could trade yes to Paul Yarby for a guy that's an NHL prospect right now? It's maybe his second round NHL pick. Yeah, I think they probably could. But ask yourself, does that make sense from an asset management perspective? This guy went fourth overall. He's six foot four. You know, uh, maybe the other options are better. Maybe, maybe even if he returns. And I do think that Marcus Lato could place Yessi tomorrow in Europe, but maybe not at the price point that he could get playing here. And I wonder if the potential, the uh, potential of a reconciliation occurs. This is not a reach. It's only an example. Please do not sit there and say that Stafford just compare Pogliarvi to this player. There was a time, and I forget which year it was, but it was in the mid-2000s, when a top three player all time for the L.A. Lakers looked like he was going to leave. Looked like it was a fractured relationship headed down the path of a trade. And that was Kobe Bryant. And that is one hell of a player. And they found a way to smooth it over. You look at uh, Ken Holland. He had Andreas Athanasiu headed down a spot that some people thought was moving towards a trade. Athanasiu ultimately played the situation out in Detroit, stayed with the organization. The protege for Ken Holland, Steve Eisman, had Jonathan Druan in Tampa Bay. And despite a hard push, even harder than what Marcus Leto has done for Pugliarvi, uh elected uh, just to wait it out, and then brought Duran back in the fold, got some increased production out of him, and then flipped him in a trade at a later date when it they got a better return. So I just I just don't think that I think you got to be careful in terms if you make a deal. So we'll wait and see what ends up transpiring here. Yes, speaking of trades, uh, Steve Stales can relate to Milan Lucic and James Neal. Suiting up for both sides of the Battle of Alberta. Which, uh, There's those... a great deal of... That's okay. You can go with it. I should have shut up. Go ahead, Brandon. Let her There's a great deal of excitement, motivation, and uh, without a doubt, nerves. Uh, you know, I think they've obviously looked at the upcoming schedule. We'll look at it and mark those dates on the calendar and uh, uh, each individual will have to deal with it in their own certain way but motivation I mean I always I, I mean obviously very loyal to the Oilers and you know signed two extensions there with uh, uh, the opportunity to go to free agency but wanted to stay in Edmonton uh, you know felt very part of the community and the team and uh, and all that but uh, you know for, for, for them to sort of step into a, a new team and a new realm I think I always found it as uh, uh, you know motivation to go to a new team and, and another opportunity to prove themselves they get, you get to a point in your career where uh, you know it, it comes full circle and I think both players have had tremendous careers and now they're at the point where they, they get another a chance to prove themselves in a new environment so I would think that they'd be uh, they'd be really excited about the opportunity that is uh, Steve Stales. What do you say, deal with the devil? That's when he opened up the Calgary Sun, and that was the uh, front page of the paper. 
when he uh, arrived in Calgary. There you go. That's our Oilers Now Audio Vault. When we come back, we'll get to NHL today. It's brought to you by Elite. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Promotional marketing, get the hottest branded items for summer, like blankets, camping chairs, coolers, and outdoor games, and more. This is Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. All right, it's 1227. I could swear I recognize that voice in that Digitex commercial. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm just saying. I'm telling you, he threw it with his left hand. Let's go to uh, Brendan Escott with NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Thanks, Bob. Well, Kyle Dubas continued his entertaining offseason by reacquiring David Clarkson's contract plus a conditional fourth-rounder from Vegas for goaltender Garrett Sparks. Following that, Kelly McCrimmon inked to veteran D-man Derek England to a one-year bonus-laden contract. 700000 could rise up to $1.5 million with some performance bonuses. Vegas now has just over $1 million in cap space with Nikita Gusev still unsigned. Now, this morning, Dubas signed former Oilers forward Pontus Aberg and uh, Kevin Gravel as well actually 26 year old minor league journeyman Tyler Gaudet, uh, Cali Casilla and Nick Shore to matching one year $700,000 contracts. Kenny Agostino officially signing a two year deal as they round out some roster depth there. An arbitrator awarding Jets forward Andrew Kopp a two year deal worth $2.28 million per season is happening last night. He was originally asking for $2.9 uh, News breaking just before the show the St. Louis Blues have hired Mark Savard as an assistant on Craig Berube's coaching staff. Savard, of course, a veteran of over 800 NHL games split between Boston, Atlanta, Calgary, and the Rangers. Former NHLer Alex Tangay is joining the coaching ranks, but with the AHL's Iowa Wilds, 39 years old, spent 15 years in the NHL. And Bob, following a U Sports National Championship, UNB Varsity Reds goaltender Alex Dubo has signed a one-year two-way AHL deal with the Belleville Senators. Yeah, so Dubo goes there, and Zach Sachenko goes to San Jose on a one-year, two-way AHL deal with the uh, Sharks organization. 12:29 in Edmonton. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and then we come back. It is our Legends of the Game series with a guy who is undoubtedly an Edmonton sporting icon, Brian Hall. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.